Hello, I welcome you to this short course. If this is the first time you're coming in contact with me or any of my resources, uh, it will be my pleasure to introduce myself to you. My name is Beulah Marshall, the lead facilitator at Center for Teachers Development and Training. I am a capacity development enthusiast. That means I help you develop capacity to deliver in your given roles, whether as a teacher in the classroom or a school leader in managing the school system or the school business, so to speak. I pay attention to both your personal life and your professional life because there has to be success in both areas for you to be able to deliver effectively in any given role to you. Okay, um, having said that, let me tell you a bit about Center for Teachers Development and Training. It's an educational consultancy firm with the sole aim of inspiring and empowering teachers as well as school leaders to do well, to deliver in their given roles. The role of a teacher is definitely different from the role of a school leader. So in, our, in Center for Teachers Development and Training, we help um, you deliver in your respective um, given roles. We have, um, um, we have a, a, a network of facilitators on limited resources that we use to preach best practices. That's our keyword. We teach, be we preach best practices. And with this keyword, we are binded to upgrade, upskill, and upskill as many teachers as we come in contact with. That's a brief, introdu brief introduction about myself and Center for Teachers Development and Training. So once again, I welcome you to this short course. So let's get started. Um, in this short course, I'm going to be putting you through how to teach comprehension passage, comprehension, reading comprehension passage, or um, however you choose to um, call it mastering the act of effectively teaching comprehension in the classroom. I've realized that oftentimes um, teachers find it difficult to walk around teaching comprehension in the class. Uh, in fact, um, what I have noticed is the practice I've noticed is that teachers just, um, teachers just pick up comprehension texts that they find in the literature, in literacy textbooks, or they just pick um, random story books, give it to um, learners to read, and you know, ask, answer the, the the question the the questions that follows the stories or the comprehension passages. That's usually the common practices I I have seen teachers do or teachers use in teaching comprehension passages. That is not the best way to teach comprehension passages. There is a skill, there is a technique you need to um, develop or you need to be aware of so you can effectively teach comprehension passages or comprehension or reading comprehension to learners. So today, I'm going to be putting you through those skills to master the act of teaching comprehension effectively to learners. Now, as a teacher, you need to understand that there are different areas to focus on when teaching comprehension. Okay, you don't just come to the class and um, dish out random text or random storybook, tell the, lead, the, the learners to read, and then um, just give the random questions 
as regards what they have read in the text. No, there are specific areas of focus you need to understand when, when starting to teach comprehension passages. And these areas or area, areas of focus, different areas you need to focus on will help develop the skill that will help you master the act of teaching comprehension passages. Now, the first skill you need to focus on in teaching comprehension to learners is decoding text, okay? Ability for the learners to decode text. Every learner at every point in time should be able to make connection between letters and the different sounds they make in a given text, okay? How, how can they do this? This is simple um, phonemic awareness, Okay, manipulating through individual phonemes. Now, let me break it down. When Elena, Elena sees a word, he or she should be able to identify the letters that make up that word. Okay, identify the letters that make up that word. Now, the next thing is to think through the individual phonemic sounds these letters make in that word before they can blend. So the first step is to see, see the word. The second step is to identify the letters that form the word or the letters that form the text. Then the third one is to think through the, 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 the individual phonemic sounds that each of these letters make in that given text and then be able to blend it together. So this is one skill you're, you, need to, um, you need to develop when teaching um, comprehension, okay? So it's not just for you to let them read and go. Be sure that every, as they, as, they, as they see the text, I mean the readers, as they see the text, they are able to decode the sounds that the, each letter found in the text makes, okay? Uh, we always use letter C as an example for this. Um, a, 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 a leader... A reader, sorry, or rather a learner, should be able to know when to, when, when to make, when letter C makes the sound of K and when letter C makes the sound of S, okay? So that is a skill we need to develop when teaching, that is one skill you need to develop when teaching comprehension. Now the second skill you need to focus on when teaching comprehension passage is for the learners to decipher the text, okay? You know, when you pick up a text to read, any form of text, you find out that there is this move by the brain to understand, to make meaning out of um, um, what you're reading, okay? The brain is always trying to make connections, synthesizing, criticizing, analyzing that particular text just to comprehend the meaning or comprehend the passage, okay? So that is one area you need to um, pay attention to or you need to focus on when teaching comprehension. Do you just want the, the learners to understand the meaning of the text? It's a skill you need to develop. You need to develop in the learners, okay? It's not just to read, answer questions. How can they even answer questions that follows if they don't understand the meaning of the text? So that is a, an area you can pay attention to. How to make sure that the readers or the learners understand the meaning of what they are reading. 
The next skill you need to focus on is understanding the purpose, the author's purpose of writing. Okay? So if you're teaching comprehension passage and you're telling the learners today, we are going to be um, we're going to be um, paying attention to why the author wrote the story. Okay? Uh, um, sort of in 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 understanding the author's purpose of writing, the theme for, uh, of what the author is projecting will play up here, okay? The moral lesson behind the story will play up here. Sometimes the type, the type of text, okay, will also play up here, all right? So understanding the author's purpose, the main idea, what is the reason the author is putting up the story? What is, why is, what is the major reason the author is putting up the story? What is the purpose? What is the main idea? What is the author projecting? What is the moral story in this, uh, in this story? So that's another area you can also um, pay attention to. All right, another area you need to um, pay attention to um, or focus on when teaching comprehension passage is um, for the learners to master the act of summarizing. Okay? The act of summarizing. Sometimes learners make mistake of um, retelling. Okay? To summarizing. Summarizing is not the same as retelling. There is a sequence. Okay, in summarizing, you can do chronological. You can do um, non-chronological. Okay? Of summarizing the story. Um, in, sum in summarizing the story, you, you use keywords. It's not the same as retelling. Okay, retelling is different. Summarizing is different from summarizing. So you can pay attention or you can uh, um, focus on having the learners understand how to summarize a, a given text. So today, when you're t you tell the learners today, we are reading this text because... You just want them to know how to summarize. So let them understand. And the skill you're going to develop from the learners is just the skill of summarizing the story. Okay? So you also develop, you also understand the skills in summarizing. Whether they are doing sequential summarizing or they are just, um, um, yeah, in summarizing, I think you, in summarizing, you go in sequence. It has to be chronological. In, in summarizing, it has to be chronological. It is in, is in retelling that it doesn't necessarily have to um, do summarizing. Retelling comes, um, that, that's another skill you need to de develop. Retelling, uh, making the learners tell you how they understand, their, the, duplicating the story to you in their own way or rewriting the story to you in their own way. Okay, what do you understand happened in the story tell me the story in your own words or rewrite the story in your own words that's retelling why summarizing you just use keywords just tell me in a nutshell what you understand by the story so those are the two skills in one that you can pay attention to mastering the act of summarizing and mastering the act of retelling a story now in retelling a story it can be longer than the story remember they are children so they can use they are free at liberty to use their own words, okay, just to make sure they portray to you their understanding of what happened in the story. So sometimes in retelling, it can be longer, especially when you are dealing with children, okay? Uh, they have the liberty to express themselves with their own words. They don't just have to use the, the particular words that the 
um, the the author have used in the story. No, they have they have they are at liberty to use their own kind of word. So the act of summarizing and the act of retelling is another skill you can develop. Um, or rather, you can pay attention to develop when teaching children comprehension. Now, understanding the characters in the story is a skill to pay attention to, is an area of focus to pay attention to. Okay, so you can just um, do a comprehension passage or teach a comprehension passage just to test the learner's knowledge of knowing and understanding and describing all the characters that played up in the, in the text or in the story, okay? That's an area of focus too, because sometimes children can, um, or rather learners can read a story without internalizing the characters in the story. They might just understand the story, but when you're telling them to summarize or retell the story, you find out that they don't understand the character. They did not understand the characters that play up, played up in the story. And, and so they might not properly describe the characters. So understanding and describing characters is an area of focus that you can pay attention to when teaching comprehension passage. Now, this, uh, the next area of focus is that I want to talk about is particularly important to me. Okay, I pay, I pay attention to this um, area of focus, and that is improving reading culture in learners, okay, and mastering the act of reading. Sometimes you just teach, um, you just teach comprehension passage just to spur the children to develop the act of reading, to master the act of reading, to, to, to make it a part of them, okay? Generally speaking, reading culture, um, according to statistics, is low in Nigeria, okay? But we can use um, the teaching comprehension passages at this early stage to build that, that culture again in learners so they can they can grow with that culture, they can um, embrace that culture, they can appreciate that culture of reading and mastering the act of reading. Now, you know, when I talk about ma mastering the act of reading, there is a level of expertise I expect, okay, in this place. And this level of expertise is reading with speed, reading with accuracy, reading with proper pronunciation, reading with proper punctuation, uh, uh, observing the punctuations, reading with proper voice pitch and pattern. So in, that's why I said this particular one is very much important to me. I like it a lot because it's not just about um, imbibing reading culture. In imbibing reading culture and mastering the act of reading, there's a level of expertise that the learners um, will will learn will have to learn and improve on in this scale. Now it's also important for the learners to know how to form an opinion about an author and his work. Okay, about a, a text and the author of the text. It's very important for the learner learners to know how to form an opinion. Now, when you talk about forming an opinion, you could see it as a um, um, story review. Okay, you can see it as a normal story review. Okay, they just um, tell you the, the way they feel about the story, the, um, what the author is writing about, the, the, what the author is writing about, what um, the setting in the story, the characters in the story, judging the, the author's, um, 
So forming an opinion of the author's work and about the author, about the author and his work is a skill that can be developed in teaching um, comprehension, okay? Um, making a, a standard review of the author's work and all, on the other hand, they can also get to the level of contesting the author's point of view. Okay, it's not just to make a review, okay, um, the setting is this, the characters are this, you know, just a normal review, you know how we do story review. Not just to do review, but go beyond making review the, um, to the extent of contesting the author's ideas in the story. Take, for example, um, maybe a story that ended like, uh, and that is why a tortoise is known to be a greedy animal, okay? After reviewing the story of what the tortoise did um, that made him or made the, made the animals to be, animal to be seen as a greedy animal, the learners can go a little further to contest, no, the, author, the tortoise should not be seen as a greedy animal. This is the reason I say so. The, author, the tortoise was trying to defend himself, or the tortoise was trying to be smart, or the tortoise was trying to be this, or the tortoise was trying to be that. So in my own way, I don't agree with the author that the tortoise is a greedy animal. Okay, so in forming an opinion, you can, you can um, um, use comprehension passage to develop that aspect in, a learners, in learners to say, okay, form an opinion about this. Okay, and then the final one I want to talk about is ready, readiness to writing, readiness to creative writing. Everything that we have said, all the skills that we, you focus on in teaching comprehension passage can be transferred to creative writing. Everything we have said in every skill that we have developed here can be transferred to creative writing. So you can actually teach comprehension just with the sole aim of preparing learners to get into the act of being good in creative writing.